You are listening to the one of us.net podcast network. One of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio based or banner ads, but on a case by case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at one of at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage one of us.net and sign up for a subscription at two, five, ten, or twenty-five dollars and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Books are letters in bottles cast into waves of time from one person trying to save the world to another. Oh, hello there. This is Bradley Martin, just catching up on some reading. That was from This Is How You Lose the Time War by Amal El Matar. And we're getting very wibbly-wobbly timey-wimey today with Loki Season 2. Last time on on Loki, (laughs) Loki and Sylvie confronted He Who Remains which is a man at the end of the world who we all call a Kang variant because of quantum mania says so. I didn't (laughs) see that movie. I watched about 45 minutes and said done and stopped watching. My bad. Yeah. Sylvie decides to kill this man. Uh, The man is very happy he's been killed because it would put forth into motion The destruction of all that ever existed except for the Master Timeline, which he who remains wants to be the ultimate ruler of, I guess, question mark. (laughs) Loki is unstuck in time, like our friend Billy Pilgrim from Slaughterhouse-Five. Look it up, kids. (laughs) And finds himself jumping all over the times that he... Kind of pretty much most enjoyed companionship. Him and his buddy Mobius, played by Owen Wilson, will team up with fellow employees of the TVA to uncover the mysteries and secrets of how the TVA was created, how it runs, and how to save it. Also among <laughs> those employees is a absolutely delightful Kehu Kwan playing Ouroboros, also known as O.B., and I want to give a shout out to the actor from Blind Spotting, Raphael Cassell, who's playing a character named Brad. <laughs> hey, that's my name. <laughs> and those two were some of my favorite new additions to this series and the MCU. Now, before I get confused with like straws, bits of strings, paper, timestamps, I'm going to introduce some other people who will help me stay on track during this review because it's really not as convoluted as you think (laughs) someone who's an expert on time travel stepping right out the blue box ready for adventure anytime sarah jane is with us hey now i just finished uh, watching a doctor who actually uh the marco polo story hey yes straight from the gobi desert to your door (laughs) 
And he, I know, is a big fan of free will, even if it means that you don't have all the time in the world. Elliot is with us. Yo, yo. And someone who I love to have on all my reviews. Her name's Harmony, and I'm not putting her through a pun this time. Harmony's with us. Thank you. Though um, music is definitely a uh, measure in time, so we will... We'll go with that. So where we last left Loki, uh, it kind of ended on a, this will be the biggest foundational setup of all time for the MCU. Thanos, take a back seat. Kang is here. Is that still the case? And did that ever even matter? How did you all enjoy Loki season two? All in all, I really liked it. Um, I think it's really cerebral and so it 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 took a lot for me to get into it because it it's so heady and it's so timey-wimey wibbly wobbly timey-wimey stuff you know more doctor who references and so much so that we I was like you know what Tom Hiddleston would make a great doctor who and I remember thinking that a lot through, throughout this uh the season I think everybody does a really great performance. Kihei Kwan is amazing. And I love seeing him get more and more interesting work. And I love uh, Eugene Cordero, Cordero um, who I still lovingly refer to as Pillboy from uh, The Good Place. Um <laughs> So I love seeing that that he's that he's showing up in in more things, and I I dig this show a lot, but it's it's a lot. <laughs> it, it's it's a thinker for sure. Now I want to put a little pin in that. It doesn't have to be a thinker. From anybody listening to this review and worried about being overwhelmed by how does time work? What's what's quantum? How do physics work? If I just said what I just said, but don't remember how I said it, did I ever say it? And is my memory a liar? And does that make me a liar also? You know, big things like that. Uh, Kehi Kwan especially does an amazing job at a character sounding very confused and not quite confident. He has this catchphrase where he's kind of like, I don't know. That's interesting. Let's find out. And (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly. The way he presents that beautiful curiosity that should be in all works of science fiction kind of helped me as a way too overthinking guy forgive a lot of the that doesn't make any sense cynicism that (laughs) crept into my brain i thought it was uh amazing um when the mcu first started and loki appeared i was like i hate this guy he's annoying (laughs) he's a pain in the ass He's just stupid. I mean, I like Tom Hiddleston, but his hair was awful. And I'm like, what did they do to this beautiful boy? Anyway, <laughs> but come full circle. This is like my favorite. Uh, for sure, it's the best MCU television. Oh, yeah. That they put out. Bet- I like WandaVision, but it's better than WandaVision. Um, and I've come full circle. And he's like one of, if not my favorite characters. He's had the best... I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything, but he's had, like, the best arc of anyone. You know, he was just this petulant guy. He was a trickster. He was an asshole. And then, you know, now he's, like, he's just such a huge change. Like, a, 
not even a 360 turnaround, like a 9, what is it, 980, 1020? I don't know my math right now. But anyway, <laughs> it, kind of it was a lot I of... I can't even calculate. <laughs> a lot of... Uh, he just changed completely. And so uh, I love that for him. I thought it looked good. The sets are amazing. Like, I want to live in the TVA. I mean, I don't want the responsibility of the TVA. But I mean, I like everything about it. And really, Tom Hiddleston is such a great actor. He's good in everything that he does. But in this one, especially in this season, I was like, give him every single award that you can give him because he was just tremendous. I love him. I kind of think of like the Loki that we first see in Marvel as very childlike. You know, he's very he's he's a petulant child. And this Loki is much more grown up, right? So, like, this is this is a mature, <laughs> completely yeah. different character, I think. I like this season. I, I, well, I, I, I do. I like this season. I think it's it's not as good as the first one. Um, I wonder if this is bolstered by the fact that I just saw uh, the Marvels, which is kind of a piece of crap. Uh, spoiler. Oh no! Um, <laughs> it was fine. I haven't seen that either. Um, I think that I think that um, the character that's most shortchanged this season is Sylvie, who yeah. kind of is relegated to being a background character in other universes for most of the part. Like, like other characters have to go to her for her to even show up, uh, which I thought was really unfortunate because the actress is absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, Tom Hiddleston just is this character. This is another, uh, he will be tied to this character forever. There will be other iterations of Loki, but, but I, I think people will hold him in their hearts forever. And rightfully so. He is just great as this character. Um, you know, uh, there is Disney money behind this. So even the side characters are great actors like Eugene Cordero. Um, or Owen Wilson, who are just completely owning their characters. Um, Sarah, I agree with you. I love, I love the look of the TVA. It's got this like, it's like Mad Men, as if it was designed by the people who designed Hogwarts. Um, <laughs> Mad Men just, by it, Mad Men. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but unfortunately, I just think the storytelling here is a bit meandering. And the thing we're kind of dancing around is 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 the Jonathan Majors in the room. Um, and his um, domestic abuse allegations uh, that are ongoing. So while this season really sort of leans into him as Kang and, and moving forward with Kang as the big bad, it does sort of leave open the possibility of someone like Dr. Doom, who um, has been rumored to be possibly taking the place of Kang. Um, so, I, you know, I, I did like a lot of this, but I don't think it was the home run that the first season was. Mm-hmm. Well, I missed a lot of the fun Easter eggs and other Lokis. Seeing yeah. Tom Hiddleston play Loki in so many different ways was a lot of fun. President Loki was a total prick, for example. <laughs> a petulant child, you might say. Yes. I do think it's odd that it, it's unfortunate to me that Loki has to be tied to the MCU still. And I get that that's a really strange nitpick because a lot of this show's power is what will this mean 15 years from now? 
I don't care about that. I've never cared about that kind of storytelling. Uh, I thought Gugu Mbothra as Ravana Renslayer was also shortchanged a lot. She's given a character motivation in episodes one through three. And then I guess they forgot that they set that up and we don't really explore any of what she's been provided uh, and who she's been provided to play for the rest of the show. Uh, Same with Miss Minutes, voiced by Tara Strong. (laughs) Who is horrifying. It's a horrifying (laughs) character. Raphael Cassell, I'll say it again. He was my MVP of this show because I loved this character's journey. Now, last time on Loki, we discovered that a lot of TVA, TVA employees essentially were kidnapped. Now, Oliver Twist style, like in the workhouses and... That's your purpose. You work to live. You live to work. Don't question it. And he did question it and wanted to go back to his old life. And the uh, no good deed goes unpunished. Good intentions are the road to hell type of story played out for him. And then suddenly just stopped. And it's like, okay, we're concentrating on Tom Hiddleston and that gorgeous face now. Thanks for watching. (laughs) I mean, Raphael Cassell or uh, X5 made his choice. And so, you know, I think he regretted that choice, maybe, but he made it. And so I didn't, I wasn't surprised that we didn't, you know, see him anymore. To me, that was, he, he did that, made that decision and that was it. So I did, I liked that him. That was a proper, yeah. yeah. I, I really did like him. He's one of my favorites. Um, Ouroboros was just, anytime he's on screen. Uh, he is just a delight, and I love him. And I do love Eugene Cordero. Um, for Sylvie, I mean, I liked her, but it's, it's uh, essentially the story is not about her. So I didn't feel like maybe, she, you know, she was just relegated to the side because, you know, it, ultimately it's not her story, it's Loki's story. I didn't miss her, but I did love that McDonald's set that she decided to live in. On... That's a real McDonald's you can visit in Oklahoma, yeah. everybody. No, it's not. I just looked it, it up. Is, yeah. Are you sure? That set was built in England. In Oklahoma? No. Look it up on the... Oh. Unless the Wikipedia is wrong. It was a set that was built in England because the whole show was filmed there. And they had a McDonald's historian come... And McDonald's shipped stuff over, like cash registers and things like that. I swear. I am, I am not too proud to admit that I have fallen victim to misinformation. <laughs> no, right. unless that outline. That Who knows? Well, <laughs> I, I mean, it's Wikipedia, so, you know, that could be wrong. But yeah. but that's what it said. Because I was like, man, that looked great. So, you know, more power to The Mac and Me said, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> anyway, it's great. I guess Renslayer did seem to uh, disappear, so I, I can see um, you guys' point there. But you know, um, I I wasn't disappointed by the season. I I don't know if it's better than season one, but uh, I think I don't think there's going to be a season three. I mean, there's no reason to be have a, a season three. I think it it everything wraps up fine here. Um, but but I really enjoyed it. I, I liked it a lot. Oh, I would love a TVA sitcom though. <laughs> yeah, it's so I'm not sure. I, I don't I don't think they need another season. 
honestly. No, and I I like that. I like that you said that. I can I kind of agree with that also. Yeah. But yeah. everyone can if they want those characters uh to be in the MCU and other things, they absolutely can be. I mean, you know, absolutely. they have Tim Pads yeah. can go wherever they want. So, you know. Or whenever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, before we get to our final thoughts, Wow, this looks very expensive. Uh, possibly the best effects I've ever seen on a TV show. And I am just so excited to see how Amazon and Netflix are going to blow a lot of money to try and compete with that, fi- <laughs> that finale. <laughs> what do you all think on that? Am I being hyperbolic? No. Because it's usually Marvel stuff is to save on budget is so gray, but... That final shot, huge fan of Norse mythology Easter eggs, by the way. So I was just like, beauty of beauties, oh, wonder of wonders when this show wraps up. So you have to see it to know what I'm talking about. But what would you all think? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the numbers are like, but I would imagine. I think this was probably the most popular of the Disney Plus Marvel shows. Um, and one of the few that actually continued. And I think they probably put the most money behind this. Um, mm-hmm. And it's right there on the screen. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, they have that big spectacular finale. Um, I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was great. It's beautiful. It was intense. I I, I have a very um, cheap Chinese knockoff like soundbar, <laughs> and I like turned it all the way up and everything, and played it for the for the finale, and it was it was well worth it. <laughs> I kind of have mixed feelings about the finale. Like it's it's really beautiful, but uh, to me it's it's I'm. I feel sad. <laughs> I feel sad, and and so I really want there to be like an another season because of like I, I don't want it to like just kind of end here for this version of everything. So yeah, this clearly is going to get people talking. So of course it's not the no. end. Not while the mouse is in charge. And again, I apologize for being the asshole that just said that, but because uh, it is a great ending to a story and to a character arc. Who would have thought that back when Loki and Thor first arrived on the big screen, that one of them would continue to be a man baby who just didn't know how to discover himself without constant reassurance of how great he is. And the other would be Loki. Like, that's... I knew that's where you were going, but it was still funny. So worth the trip to get there, yes. And both, and I love both of those. Well, Thor movies are hit and miss, but we don't have to get into that. Uh, d- didn't hate Love and Thunder by any means, but it, it it's just kind of something I saw. This is something I'll remember. It was one of the movies of all time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's dive into our final thoughts. Sarah Jane, would you start, please? I will. Um, it's funny you that you should mention, Harmony, that you were a little bit sad because as this wrapped up, uh, right towards the end as I was sitting there, and I was watching it with my husband and my son, uh, and it was dead quiet in the room, we're all watching it, and then I just had a tear like come down, and then as the credits rolled, I was just silently weeping, and my husband was like, he didn't even notice, and I didn't move, and I sat there through... All of the credits, and they were like, because uh, we were moving from the living room to our bedrooms, and they were turning out the lights, and I was still sitting there, and my husband 
finally looked at me in the face. He's like, oh my God, are you all right? And I was just like, I couldn't even speak. It was so yeah. emotional. I was, it was weird that it hit me like after it was over. And it wasn't a sad ending at all, but it was, it was, it just got me right in the feels. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a little bit emotional talking about it right now because I just love, come to love Loki so much. And so I was happy for him. And like I said, Hiddleston was great. And um, I really hope that Disney pushes him to maybe get some an Emmy or something. Because, I mean, he was he, he probably won't even be nominated. But he should be. Because he was phenomenal. Um, again, I love the sets. I wish I could live in the TBA. I'm going to give this. And I love this season. I didn't. Uh, have it, um, any problems with it at all. So um, I'm going to give it nine out of ten times a day that I wish we could return to having automats, but not <laughs> with just key lime pies. But something other than key lime pie. like just Yeah, that, that's yeah. what I just said. Yeah, anything yeah. other because I don't even like key lime pie. So yeah. I would like some more choices, please. But yes. I would love a return to the automat. Yeah. Somebody do it. Let's get on that. Uh, Elliot. Yeah. Um, I have said most of what I want to say. I, I think this season is a bit of a step down. Uh, I, it, it's still pretty good. I, I wish the story was there more. Um, I, I think with that first season, they really had a clear vision and um, uh, just a great through line for Loki and Sylvie. Here, things are more fractured. Um, you also pointed out, um, uh, Renslayer who also, yeah, I think got sidelined, unfortunately, not totally, but, um, I, I, I just think this was a much more, um, s- much less focused season than the first one. Uh, but there's a lot of good acting. Um, uh, I mean, as I said, Tom Hiddleston is just iconic as Loki. Uh, Owen Wilson is just, I mean, he's basically playing himself. Um, Kihai Kwan is, uh, you know, I just uh, adore him, and he is great here. Um, he's not given a ton to do, but he is um, really knocking it out of the park with what he does. Um, there's a lot of Disney money behind this, so it really looks great. It's not... I mean, this is a reminder how far TV has come, that that we can get these sort of movie-sized effects inside of a TV show. Um I just, yeah, I, I just wish the writing had kind of been better this season. If this is the last season of Loki, that would be totally fine. Um, but uh, this is also a comics universe, so people can come back whenever they want. I'm going to give this 7 million out of 10 million um, <laughs> stringy bits that I dissolved into. <laughs> Very nice. Harmony. Uh, Owen Wilson, I think in this, um, actually is doing a really great job to not being Owen Wilson. Because <laughs> for me, like Owen Wilson is always kind of like this very chill kind of party, like, you know, character to me. And Mobius is so serious, even when he just sounds laid back. Like, it's, it's like a dire situation, like all the time. So I just... That's how I read Mobius, but that's just, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> but uh, for me, uh, I I really enjoy these characters. 
I I miss like what you were saying earlier, Bradley, about, about um, the more of the Lokis. I really loved the episode last season when we had like President Loki and Alligator Loki and all that, you know. And I I miss the f- kind of the fun of the first season. Everything seems so very serious and dire <laughs> this the second season. And when I said earlier, when it seems so cerebral, is like because everything seems so serious to me that we we miss I miss some of the the fun part of it. Um, but I still really enjoyed the season. I enjoyed the way it looked, the sets, and the special effects, and even the costuming is spot on. Um, the set designer. Especially for uh, Ouroboros Obi's uh, abodes in all all his his uh, every place that he ended up in is like perfect. Um, I really would have liked more levity. I think my feelings for the series and my feelings for the finale are two different things. Because for the finale, I feel very different than I do for the rest of the series so like I said for the finale I feel like like kind of sad maybe like a longing feeling for the finale I feel really sad it's kind of like a longing feeling but it's really a beautiful wonderfully done awesome finale and then the the series itself I really like but I would have wanted more so I I'm kind of having a hard time giving it a rating so I'm trying to think of a number kind of in the middle (laughs) So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10 giant ghost clocks. I like that. So for me, not a really big Marvel guy. It might be because a lot of these movies are just on play 24 seven in my house. (laughs) My biggest problem is, my gut reaction and my first reaction whenever any stakes are presented in this universe is it'll be fine. Your words really moved me, Sarah Jane. But at the end, for me, I was like, eh, it'll be fine. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was just like a gut punch. It was like I didn't even couldn't even tell you why I was crying necessarily. It wasn't sure, super sadness. I, I think it was just joy and it was every emotion. And it's certainly visually stunning as well, as I'd like to bring up. Loki this season not being very mischievous kind of bummed me out. Like, I'm a big fan of Mischief Gods. Uh, uh, let's see, Loki, obviously, uh, Sun Wukong, uh, Coyote, the Native American lore of Coyote, Bill Cipher from Gravity Falls. I love all of them. So Loki, for the majority of this show, is like, we have to save the TVA. We must save and preserve bureaucracy. I was like, whoa, that doesn't sound very mischievous. That sounds anti, you know, chaos. Then I thought about bureaucracy as a whole, and I thought, or maybe it isn't. Maybe that's the joke. But uh, in closing, yeah, this is a great show to really get into a single storytelling in a giant world that exists. Because I do think this show at the end of its finale works as a kind of just a character study on a man who is discovering himself in many different universes. Could it have been much tighter? Sure. And with Loki as a character, that too, there's so many different variables, Uh, let alone the hundreds of thousands of myths about Loki that exist in our real time 
and the hundreds of thousands of Loki in the MCU that have been written. Like Tom Hiddleston having his own connection to this character and it working over, what, 10 plus years? That's crazy to me. And I think that should be talked about more. Brilliant performance. I also loved Owen Wilson. I love how he was a wow performance without saying wow a single time like that was amazing this cast sitting down and just having conversations about life i loved every moment of that Uh, all the chase sequences and making it actiony so everyone remembers they're watching a marvel show not a big a fan of that so i'm gonna give this seven out of ten mispronunciations of the word idrasil yardrasil yadrasil the world tree. 